the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. As always, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That is the key to building up wealth over the long term. And uh, we we really run the show to help people save money and build up wealth. And, and that we've been on for over 10 years. This is one of Houston's top financial shows out there right now. And uh, we've been on for over a decade. And, and so it's exciting. And I'm thrilled to be here today. Uh, and uh, after a very long week that uh, just kept going on and on and on, uh, I'm happy to be here. So, uh we got a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of things are happening, uh, and uh, where to start? The uh, I, I want to touch base some on. Uh, we're seeing we're continuing to see a uh, a uh, you know we, we, we've got the uh, some of the things. You know, I just wanted to touch base on Puerto Rico real quick. Uh, you know, you know what's happening in Puerto Rico is just a complete. Uh, disaster and and as bad as it is in Houston for what we've had, they've gone materially worse. Um, they're talking about some parts of the country not having electric power for months, and uh, the you know people it, it, it and that's just extremely difficult. They don't have electricity uh, even for the ATM machines. And and something we talked about on the Max Out Saving Show, we always like to take things to you for the future. We want you to understand where things are going in the future and how to sort of plan for that. And and, and one thing that we've really been going after are are are, are these globalists in in the idea that. Uh, that the United States should cede power to some to these to the globalists, and and the idea that we shouldn't put the American people and the working people first, but we should concern ourselves about everybody else. And the last people we worry about is the American people, and and one of the things that they've come up with is this war on cash, which sounded kind of crazy, but. When you first heard it, and I think it was uh, Professor Rogoff or uh, Reinhardt, one of the two in uh, in in Harvard, uh, his in Larry and some of the people at Harvard, this has been a big thing for them. We need to eliminate cash, and we're just going to go to Apple Pay and your credit cards, and you won't even need any cash anymore. And this is something that was uh, spouted out at the Davos conclave over the last couple years. This is the new the new thing. We really didn't need cash. Cash was passe, and really, cash was only used by drug dealers and terrorists. And and, and as as kind of you know nutty as that sounds that's what these people were saying and you know when it's like hey we're making this transition to the new world and it's going to be all great until a hurricane comes and and what they didn't realize is in Puerto Rico the 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 cash machines aren't even working people are running out of cash the federal reserve is shipping down cash 
to Puerto Rico, which I suspect means plane loads of cash are being shipped in. The New York Federal Reserve is, is has responsibility over Puerto Rico. They're having to ship in plane loads of cash because people can't. If the electricity's off for months and there's no electricity in the island and the whole electrical system is destroyed, people have no way to buy food. It, it and so the, the new the new kind of the new dream was the cashless society worked really well until the collapse in Puerto Rico and people are starving down there. And and this kind of shows you the importance of having physical cash and being able to in an emergency being able to uh to deal with it. I talked to one to my, one of my cousins down in Florida. They've been without they were out without power for 2 weeks and it wasn't as bad there but it, it, when the power goes down, your credit card doesn't work and your ATM card doesn't work. And and it's a very, very frightening experience for people to to not have any cash and not have any, any way to buy anything. And, and, and so uh, this shows you the importance of cash. And, uh, you know, the India tried to eliminate, called in all the, the cash in their country and, it, and their GDP is actually uh, that growth has materially declined because of it, but it just shows you the failure of some of these kind of moonbeam ideas that 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 come out of Harvard and places like that, and and so it is. It shows you, and this shows you the need for the importance to keep a little cash hidden away in an emergency. You always have it available. You can purchase thing. You can purchase food. You can purchase gasoline and things. When there's no power, the credit card does not work. And when the cell phone system collapses, your Apple Pay doesn't work either. So uh, I, I, I thought that was interesting. Ryan, what did you use in Afghanistan when you were there? Cash. Well, you had credit cards, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, you ordered. Okay, online, yeah. Cash. Producer Ryan was actually in Afghanistan. And and so uh, I hear stories about that going on there. But but it just goes to show you some of the things to look at in, in, in the importance of cash and keeping a little – that doesn't mean keeping $50,000 cash in, under your bed or something, but it really means – Take you know having some cash available in an emergency because you never know what happens. The people in Puerto Rico had no idea this could happen, and and so it also shows you the importance of keeping the infrastructure up. They, they for years they they put 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 away the infrastructure there. I, they might not be able to rebuild the phone system. They might it'd be interesting to see how that comes out. They might just go completely cellular down there. Inter- but. A very difficult situation for the people in Puerto Rico. It, it's Houston. It's Florida. It's 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 been just remarkable uh, the amount of damage. And you know, we just have to basically you know help people as much as we can on this. We've been having to deal with this uh, for some of our people, and it's just been extremely difficult with the, with the flooding and everything. Uh, very tough times, but we'll get through it. And one of the really fascinating things to me is Texas has really, really been the 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 thing everyone looks to to see how if if the people pull together with some government help they can get through this but it really required uh the damage was so great in Houston this is what I know down here is the government couldn't possibly uh help out in uh, I mean they couldn't possibly do it all and in 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 it's remarkable how the people of Houston pulled together it's fascinating and it's a really but it shows you the importance of having cash available because when those credit cards don't work, uh, you're in trouble. So, it, and we talked about that. Uh, that big week uh, this week, we finally saw the tax bill coming out. And and, and so how does this going to affect you? How is it going to affect your retirement? And, and what we're looking at is is a tax cut. And what uh, Donald Trump is trying to get the economy going again trying to do, trying to rebuild the United States trying to be, rebuild the manufacturing in the United States and, and this is really important and for the last you know probably 20 years the United States has put their manufacturing base behind you know that that was kind of secondary to expanding global reach and getting U.S. companies in overseas places. And, and they allowed our uh, our manufacturing base to, to, to shrivel and, and really not not keep up. And it, and it wasn't, it was because of, of, of 
corporate America moving things overseas, and it was because of United States policy was not centered on the American worker in manufacturing. We're starting to to shift back to that. And and we're seeing we're going to see bigger things with China. Uh, you know, China's taking a lot of, of, of stuff away from us. We're going to have there's going to be a lot of pushback on China. I was talking to someone at lunch yesterday and I, and it kind of remarked to me. We're freaking out about the Russians hacking something and the Chinese are flying Chinese militaries flying around in stealth uh, jets that are exact copies of the United States that they took from us, you know, and, and, and so. So we're making this shift. It's going to be tax. It's going to be tax. It's going to be regulatory policy. It's going to be trade policy to rebuild the United States of America. And and so one, what came out this week was the tax policy. And corporate tax rate is going down from 35 to 20 percent. And you said, well, Ted, that's a big giveaway to corporations. But no, what people don't realize, with the exception of some little couple third world countries whose names elude me now, we had the highest corporate tax rate in the world, which means corporations like GE were moving their facilities overseas to take advantage of the low tax rate. We were losing American jobs. We have to compete on a global basis around the world. Now, what we have that no one else has is a stable democracy. We have a rule of law, which actually above everything else is a rule of law. We have the, the, one of the finest groups of workers in the world, and and we have the most innovative people on the planet. Anything, anything, almost everything that that, that every single growth thing going forward uh, has has been for the last hundred plus years has come out of the United States. I mean, it, the exception could be maybe you could claim the Germans were a little ahead of us. Or the Europeans on the on the combustion engine, and uh, but everything from the telephone company to the computer to the microchip to the internet all came out of the United States of America. So we should be the natural winners in this. So so we're seeing this shift. So if we were cut our ta- our tax from thirty five to twenty percent, then that means corporations are going to have to come back here. They're also going to make a tax holiday on the money being held overseas, which is several trillion dollars with the idea that hopefully some of that money is going to come back for plant and equipment and jobs in the United States. This is going to create growth over the long term. So some exciting things happening there. The other, one other, it's, the money's made in things you don't really see. And and one thing that everyone's not really talking about is a change in the, in the uh, depreciation schedule for equipment. And, uh, so if you if if you put in a factory and, and you you buy things you can deduct that within either me depending immediately to five years so it's they're short so you don't have to depreciate the the things over the life of the deal which means you can deduct it off your taxes and get some of your money back quickly now the interesting thing is this was a big deal and really ramped up investment in the United States twenty or thirty years ago. What's changed in the United States today is corporate America is absolutely fixated on next quarter's earnings. So the problem is, if you build a plant and you deduct it, you get a bunch of money back and cut your taxes, and you have a new plant and you're expanding, but it hurts your earnings. And so the CEO, whose whose bonus is tied to the next quarter, you know, th- there's a real there, there's a real uh, tremendous disconnect between the long-term growth of a corporation and Wall Street's short, short-term short uh, quarter-by-quarter guidance. So they, we're trying to shift away from that now with some of this stuff in the tax code. This is going to have big long-term ramifications. Tell you what, if, uh, this is a live show. If you got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Saving Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines, 
When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. The Max Out Savings Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. And uh, Ken Rogoff was the Harvard professor that wants to get rid of the $100 bill. And, uh, you know, $100 bill is not as big as it once was. Uh, you know, we've had inflation over the years, but, but you know, the war on cash is real. But the people in Puerto Rico, if they would have had no cash and just been using credit cards and Apple Pay, would be starving. So something to think about. Uh, this is a big thing that central bankers and the IMF, they're all got getting on board so they can further control the world economies. Uh, but anyway, so have a little cash in the silence. We're, we're talking more about, we're just talking more about the, uh, the tax bill. Uh, th- this is a big thing. We've not seen, the, we've not seen a real major tax overhaul since Ronald Reagan came in. That's a long time ago. It's, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Uh, and we had a big tax overhaul under uh, President Kennedy. So this is a much bigger deal th- th- than people think on this. Uh, for for the corp for individuals, it looks like they're leaving, they're leaving alone the 401k programs and different things like that. I, I just think that's almost become a third rail on that. But, uh, they're 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 reducing the tax rates. They're they're going to have three rates for corporation for individuals: twelve, twenty five, and thirty five percent. And they're going to double the exemption for households. There's there's talk of a child tax credit, uh, the, which which I think would be positive. Uh, they're they're talking about removing the deduction for uh, state and local taxes, income taxes. Which everybody is down here is kind of go yeah because the people who are going to hurt the worst are going to be people in New York and uh, California and Connecticut. But remember, we pay property taxes, which is deductible down here. Although those places really get hit because the real high, the blue states, high state tax areas are really getting hurt by this uh, by this bill. So we'll see we'll see if that holds up. Uh, Elimination of the estate tax. I, I don't. I would be surprised if that goes through. I, I, I don't think. I think you could see it. They could move it up. I think. I think it's too low right now, uh, but, but I think it does need to go higher. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the estate tax. Uh, there's something they're going to push business income through at 25 percent pass through. So if you have business income, you're only taxed at 25 percent. Uh, We'll see how that goes. Uh, the they're still going to allow the mortgage deduction. That is still in 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 there, and I think that that's a big thing. Uh, so those those are the big the, in the, in the, in the 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 tax area for the for the middle class are trying to target the tax for the middle class. I think the concessions are probably going to come on the high end, if I had to guess, and 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 the. 
the uh, state uh, local taxes. That that's the deduction. That's probably where the battle is going to be on this. But this is going to have long term ramifications. So let's take a quick call from Tom. We'll discuss that in a few minutes. Hey Tom, how's it going? I'm fine. Uh, good morning, Ted. Uh, yeah, following up on your points about the tax bill, I guess I have uh, two basic questions. Again, you're plugged in, and I know you got a good crystal ball on these things. But I guess the first question is, you know, okay, we've seen the kind of the first uh, first shot across the bow, and uh, like you were just talking about the, the state taxes. I mean, they're all the high tax states are already squawking, even Republican reps in those states. Yes. Um, you know, the all the through the years, all these deductions and that have all crept in because every little uh, interest group, you know, has pushed for it. So now that you try to delete them, it would seem like uh, it's going to be a battle to to get rid of them. And and I'm curious what you think will will happen on that. Uh, the second thing is, you know, uh, is it more of a logistical point? They keep talking like they're going to make it retroactive to the first of the year. And, you know, at the 11th hour and changing the rules in maybe such a major way, I'm wondering how logistically you can pull that off with, you know, people being able to do their taxes right after the first of the year. Uh, look, yeah, that's the difficult thing. It wouldn't surprise me if they make it into next year. Here's the problem with the, with the, de- with the deductions on, on the state and local taxes is – that's the state and local governments. And what's happening out there is state and local governments have really been ramping up their taxes all across the United States. And and so if 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 I pay all these taxes at the state and local level, and then I get to deduct them off of my taxes, and my tax rate is thirty five percent at the top end, what happens is the federal government's subsidizing thirty five percent of the of the in, of the revenue from the, from the state. And so they're taking away more and more revenue from from the federal government. It, it, what it is is it's become a, a, a de facto transfer. Tom, it wasn't a big deal thirty years ago. Forty the f- taxes at the local local level weren't that big of a deal. They're becoming an increasingly bigger deal. And what they're doing is 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 they're getting in and and, and, and siphoning off the federal government share. And so I think you have to do something to kind of slow this down. And I don't know if it's you can deduct half. I don't know how it's going to play out, but but this is this is a real. What they're really not telling you is this is a real problem for the federal government because they're, they're affect the states and the local governments are effectively siphoning off tax revenue from the federal government, it, and it's just becoming a bigger and bigger and bigger deal. It, and so that I mean I think this is going to be a real battle on, on this thing. Uh, you know, hopefully they'll get something done. Uh, one interesting thing, Tom Price resigned as Health and Human Services. He was kind of in charge of Obamacare, and that blew up. And he was he was a congr- he was a very well respected uh, congressman. And and you know, I mean, I, I think Trump was probably a little bit. I don't think if if they would have if McCain or a, a couple of a couple other you can't really just blame it on McCain, but other people would have voted for Obamacare, made some changes. I don't think Price would have been out of there. So, oh, I agree. Absolutely. I was thinking that when that happened, you know, this business about his expense and the trips, one thing, but I think he's taken a hit for Obamacare repeal going down. I, I agree with you on that. And so it's kind of unfair to him, but I, the one thing that I think is ha- we got going for us is Congress on the House and the Senate are under, they're under tremendous pressure to get something done. I mean, the American people, as much as there's a good chunk of them mad at, at Trump, there's a much bigger chunk mad at, at Congress across the board. They're just furious. And and so I think you're going to get something done. But, Tom, understand, this is a tax overhaul. It's not a tax cut. That's a much, much bigger deal. You've only seen two or three of these things, you know, maybe four in the last, you know, 30, 40 years. Four, actually oh, four yeah, I agree. Years. I mean, it'd be, it'd be great ever since. Yeah. Ted Cruz started talking about being able to do your taxes on a postcard. Hey, I'm all for that. Uh, I try. I still do my own taxes, and I'm going to tell you, it's very, very much a pain. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's why I asked the question about logistically, with such a major change in all the rules and all that, to do this at the very eleventh hour and make it retroactive. I'm just wondering how they would pull that off. It's going to be difficult. I know that. Look, you 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 really get to the point, and this is a really big deal. And by the way, people forget. Uh, when Reagan did that, it ignited a boom. But there was a, there was a big bust in real estate, and there's going to be if this thing gets passed through, there's going to be a bust somewhere 
there's going to be winners and losers on this in and so that's the other thing that that you want to look at. I mean, this is a much bigger thing and a bigger game changer than people think. And what you want to you want to make sure the winners are the working people, the factories and manufacturing in the United States. Oh yeah, I uh, you know everybody has their. I mean, I'm a special interest. Hey, I like deducting my property taxes. You know, yes. I don't care yeah. about income tax. So everybody has their thing that they like. But you know what? I'll I'll give that up. Uh, you know, if we can do simple taxes and presumably at a kind of a lower rate. Yeah, I mean, that's the Look, I mean, and taxes are very high. I, I was talking to somebody Friday going over some stuff and it, some work we had to have done on some property. And I'm like, look, you know, our taxes, the our, the, the we pay more in property taxes than we make off of these things. And, I mean, it's just extraordinary. And, uh, oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> it, that's the world we live in today. But, but yeah, so this is a big thing. The deductibility of state and local uh, taxes, they call it SALT, is is going to be the real battleground out there, I think. Oh, yeah, I imagine so. Okay, well, I was curious what you thought about all that. Okay, no, good questions, Tom. Uh, b- again, big. I want people to understand this is a big story. doesn't happen very often with tax overhaul. We'll see if they get it through. The, and the reason why is it's so contentious. Uh, I would not be surprised if Donald Trump cuts – to the Democratic side to get part of the deal done. Uh, the other thing I wanted to touch, touch the other thing that's in this bill that's a really big deal is bringing back uh, money from overseas. There's there's uh, a bill, a trillion to two to three trillion dollars, depending on what number who you listen to. There's at least a trillion and a half dollars overseas. Corporations, if you look at a balance sheet, and, and this is a little complicated, but stick with me for a second because it's a big deal. If you look at a corporate balance sheet, you'll look at the company and go, oh, well, they've got $15 billion. Well, you'll look and you go, wow, they have $8 billion in cash, this company's. Then you look up at the in good shape and you look at the at the debt and they've got $15 billion in debt. And, and you're kind of like, well, you know, I can understand they need some cash to operate, but $8 billion seems like a lot of money piled up in the bank. And, and when you have $15 billion in debt, why is that? Well, the answer is, they're borrowing money. They're making money overseas, but they can't bring it back because they're going to be taxed on it when they bring it back. And and to give you some understanding of that, uh, Apple, Microsoft, Oracle, and Cisco in the last three or four years uh, have they've they've raised one hundred sixty. There's sixty eight hundred sixty eight billion dollars of cash is, is on their balance sheet has increased one hundred and sixty eight billion dollars and you go wow ted that's great okay but their debt levels of those four companies went up 174 billion dollars and what that is that money's piling up overseas and they're borrowing money here to buy back stock and do typically to buy back stock and and do things here so once they do this change up then that money's going to come back here. They're going to pay down the debt. And, and then the question is, will they invest in the United States? And that's something to be seen. And by the way, for, for our clients, look, we've taken some dollar pot. We think this is going to push the dollar up because they're going to have to con- bring dollars in back into the country, and it's going to push the dollar up. And, and so this is something I, I think should be pretty interesting to see what's going to happen there. But but we think over the over the short to mid term, this is going to be bullish for the dollar, among a, a number of other things. Uh, I, re- I really think where you're going to see changes is going to be in the investment world is going to be a change to the dollar in currencies around the world. I, I still think when a problem comes, it's going to be currencies. And and right now, there's a lot of people around the world that want to, particularly China, is trying to paint a pretty big picture because they've got their five-year annual political powwow going on over there. And, and so they're they're just like the people that are coming up for the presidential election that want the economy do, looking really good so they can tell everybody what a great job they did. And then it falls apart the minute the, 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 conv- minute the election's over. And I, and I think that's going to be that case in China, which that, again, should be more bullish for the dollar. So that's something we want to watch closely and sort of see how this all plays out and, and how it affects uh, your retirement. The anyway, so so that, that's it there. Uh, the I also wanted to touch base. We're still getting we're getting a lot of questions on on IRAs 
and the 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 rollovers and different type of things like that. We're not really seeing big changes coming out on that yet. So in the 401k, I think we'll probably get some changes in some numbers there. I think they're trying to hold the line on that type of stuff. And and as we talked about on the show last week, and we talked on the Sam Malone show this week, really about the importance of of if if you want to help the kids out with a uh, a uh, money for a college or a new home or something, a good way to do it is to you can fund up if they if they're working, uh, you can fund up even part time for the summer. You can fund up up to what they earn, have earned income. A, a Roth IRA or an IRA for them, which will let them build up money for the future, for retirement too. But typically if it's a young, uh, a young person uh, or in college or going into college, they maybe need the money for college or uh, uh, their first home. And you can take $10,000 out of uh, an account to tax-free for the for the home and particularly for the Roth IRA. So it, it's something, there's, an, there's some exemptions there. Uh, that you can do it, but you can give them money. They, they, you can gift up to fourteen thousand dollars in cash, or, or stock, or whatever, in over to them. But 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 putting it in the the IRA or a Roth IRA and starting a retirement plan and kind of jump starting their retirement plans a really good way to do it. Uh, and, and this is this is something. But but you don't have to be if it you don't have to be the owner of the IRA to give money to an IRA or a Roth IRA, you can give it for someone else. Like Ryan's writing me a check for my IRA. So, uh, $5,000. Uh, it, it's no, but it, it, it's something that, that works out really well. I tell you, if you've got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. By the way, if you haven't gone to the uh, website and signed up for our free max out savings report, it's a good time to do it. We write all about a lot of these things in there, about IRAs, 401ks, the markets, uh, the new tax bill. It's all in the in the free max out savings report. Uh, it you know, gives us some ideas on how to deal with your IRA, IRA rollover. It's all there. It's free. Go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, right here in Houston, Texas. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. 
Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, if you've got any questions or comments, you can always give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. So we got a call from Daniel. Uh, come on, Daniel, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing great, Ted. I really appreciate it. Look, I don't think this tax cut is going to get through. I believe McConnell, if he's really smart, will set up John McCain to say, you're going to be the vote that kills it, John. How would you like to do that, John? Yeah, yeah, I know. No, really. Yeah. I mean, bottom line is, I don't think it's going through. Uh, McConnell yeah. is against Trump. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I tell you, I, I was reading something on that, that, that when, when, when he first voted against the Obamacare the first time, there was, I, I heard in the Senate there was actually audible gasp. People were pretty shocked by it uh, in the Senate. And uh, so, yeah, look, I mean, that's kind of the, now here's the, look, here's the positive that does go through, Daniel. Uh, the uh, Bannon's guy, uh, the, who's the anti-establishment guy, I think Roy Moore, uh, won in Alabama. Uh, what a lot of people didn't see was the day before Senator Corker out of Tennessee, a very repo- powerful Republican, but more of a globalist type of guy. He's, a, he's a very, very well respected, but he's a, more of a globalist. He's, he announced he's not going to run. And I'm sure it was because of this. I, I think th- the reason this thing could get done is the establishment feels, look, if we don't do something, we're all going to get swept out of office by the ban the Bannonites. And which which are the it's the Bannon guys are are, are basically of just the, the Tea Party people and and so and the, the the middle class the Trump middle class working people that are some of them Democrats and so I think these guys are going to want to get something done so they can make it look so the establishment Republicans all aren't voted out of office and so that's why I think you could get something done we'll see how I many you know I hope you're right Ted. So, yeah, but but I mean, look, it's a good point. I mean, that's that's a fair assessment. I mean, I, I can't believe they couldn't get anything done with Obamacare. That was twice. I mean, twice they tried this thing. McConnell doesn't want it. That's yeah. the situation. He's against Trump. He doesn't want any of Trump's policies going through, and he's able to stop it. But see, you know what? You know what LBJ did when he went against Goldwater, and he was so vindictive, he almost let Arizona die of thirst. He yeah. cut off all the water rights to Arizona. I mean, you can check that in history. Yeah. Bottom line, yeah. McConnell yeah. could have done that to McCain, but he didn't. Yeah, no, I yeah, no, I know, and it, 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 yeah, and and no, I mean, look, it, it's something. I, look, I I followed politics honestly. Yeah. I remember walking down the street and going, uh, "What was it? Uh, Goldwater, Goldwater, he's our man. LBJ belongs in the garbage can." And um, that's a long <laughs> time ago. And. Uh, I mean, I was just remarkably young to even be saying that. But, uh, yeah, look, I, I, I think I think the establishment has been really against Trump. They're really starting to pay a huge price in the in the Roy Moore victory was a real setback for them. I think they have to do something. Uh, and, and so as much as he doesn't want to do something, I think they're going to. Do, and the other thing I noticed is, is Paul Ryan in some interviews have, has hit pretty hard at the Senate. Uh, and so. I think something's going to get done. But, I hope so, Ted. Okay, thanks for the thanks, call, Daniel. Thanks very much. No, look, Daniel kind of pointed out the, the, the real problem. And this is this is going to affect if we don't get a tax plan. This market is in really severe trouble, and because it's already priced in the tax plan and the growth afterwards, and so it you know it it, it, it it's going to be tough. Tell you what, let's take a quick call from Dan. Hello, Dan. Hey. Yeah. Uh, good morning. Um, I've. Um been reading about the possibility of a new Fed chairman yes. and what that might potentially do to all of this inflationary crap, all this extra money they've been putting through QEs. What, uh, what kind of take do you have on some of that? Uh, you know, I'll tell you what, that's a great question. And what I think is uh, what I, I think is, is happening there, they had uh, uh, Warsh uh, up, up in uh, the head of the New York Fed. In he met with Trump, I think this week or last, and all of a sudden there's been some talk he could be the guy. I think he could be the next Fed chairman. Uh, I haven't looked at his specific standing. I, I am very concerned that 
that uh, uh, Vice Chairman Fisher is resigning. Uh, 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 Stanley Fisher was uh, was a dean of monetary policy. He taught people, at, uh, including Bernanke at MIT. He was head of the uh, Israeli Central Bank. He's a brilliant person. He was somewhat of a hawk, and and I and I, I was much more confident when he was in there. Uh, in in his ability to do things and, and get 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 the United States out of trouble, and I don't have that with Yellen. I don't have that feeling at all. Uh, I think I think uh, Warsh. I think it, uh, uh, is going to is could be the guy. I think they are really struggling in how to rein in this money. Uh, the stock market has basically mirrored almost exactly. Uh, or paralleled almost exactly the quantitative easing programs pushing it up, and now they're trying to get that money out of the way. I think it's going to be very difficult, and I think we're going to have a global currency problem somewhere in the world. That and and I and and that is going to be extremely difficult for the Fed, and they have to have a good guy in there. But we need a more hawkish person that's going to because if people think they're just going to keep depreciating the dollar at the Fed, then you could see the dollar collapse. Well that's, well, that's the concern, and the issue is really uh, one with all that extra money floating around, interest rates, interest rates being so subdued, it's it's uh, it's forcing people to now invest, and that's kind of the issue. Yeah, in the back of my mind, something's always bothered me is. I think one of these days, all that money that's circulating around in the in the cloud in in investments that the, the the Federal Reserve in the the uh, the uh, ECB and the BOJ and the and the Chinese Central Bank have put out there. One of these days, it starts raining down from the sky, and at that point in time, you're going to see a massive inflation. The question is, do do the debt le- which the de- the problem is the debt levels have got has paralleled as it's going up. The debt levels are so high that that that's what makes it so difficult to deal with. I think this thing plays out through a currency crisis. So, okay, so you brought up Aragov and his buddy there, and their their book about all of these uh, financial situations, these these mega situations. Yes, yeah, uh, Reinhardt and Rogoff, when they said basically, once the government debt gets above about a hundred ninety or hundred percent, it becomes almost impo- very hard to get out of. Right. So, okay, so we're looking at one of those tulip uh, black tulip situations. But the tr- here's the here's the pro. This is what makes this so difficult, is. They know that, okay? So they're going to try to stop it. The, 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 the Fed, the ECB, the, the, uh, the IMF is going to be the big player on this. We, we've had uh, James Rickards on our show uh, talking about this, and he thinks they could even freeze the money up one day and, and, and come up with IMF drawing rights. It, I suspect it plays out through a currency crisis, and that's how we want to play it. Right now, I think the dollar is going up. I think if if, uh, if I forgot what Warsh's first name is up there, right. but if he gets in, I think that'll be viewed as somewhat positive. I think people kind of have some confidence in him. Uh, the uh, I don't think uh, Gary Cohn was the other guy that's mentioned. He's a he's a former Goldman Sachs guy, and it's really going to cause problems. If people just the, the people are very suspicious of Goldman Sachs throughout the country, and putting a Goldman Sachs guy in at the Fed is really going to cause issues. Yeah, well, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's just a psychological problem with people. But I mean, yeah, you're looking at all this money floating around, and everybody going to a electronic money transfer. It's terribly easy to squeeze everybody. You don't have cash. You can't hide stuff. You can't do anything. You can't see the inflation that's coming. Yeah, and that's why Bitcoin's going up, by the way, because people are scrambling trying to get out get out of the way of this. And, and I I think we're going to be able to navigate through it pretty well, but but you got to kind of wait for it to start happening, and you got to see what the trigger's going to be. And but you have to understand they're going to do everything they can to stop it. And and I mean we've got negative interest rates in Europe, which is to me just I mean you're you're setting yourself up for a disaster eventually because it's so hard to get out of that situation. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Yeah. I hope. But yeah, look for that, Dan. Uh, 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 keep an eye on 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 Warsh up in uh, New York, New York Fed. Okay. Thanks a lot. Uh, you know, and that's one of the things. And by the way, as we talked earlier, the New York Fed is having to fly plane loads of cash in to uh, 
to uh, into Puerto Rico, they said they're bringing in big. The only way you really you, you fly the cash in, so I'm assuming it's plane loads of cash to try to keep that island's economy humming because people, you know, people have they they can't use their credit cards, so there's no debt. So that what they have to do is they've got to get the ATMs working to get cash into the system, so they can get the economy flowing in in Puerto Rico. It's a very difficult situation for the people in Puerto Rico. So let's take a quick call from Randy. Morning, Randy. Hi, Ted. Hi, Ted. How are you doing today? Oh, pretty good. How are you? It's going well today. Okay, good. I, I'm I'm kind of concerned about maybe a bond market bubble. I was uh, I had the Fidelity bond screener, and normally I just sort it by yields to maturity, but I decided to sort it by price. So I, I started with low prices and went up in ascending, and and uh, I've noticed that at the low prices, the yield to maturity are generally higher. And when I got down to the end where the where the bond prices are high above par, then the yields were low. So if if you look at the way the, the correlation between the prices and the coupons, it looks like people are, are, are reaching for yield and uh I think they're paying overpaying for the bond market. Would that would that seem to cause a bubble that we're going to have some kind of yeah, crash there? It, it could it could also be that they're they're getting they're trying like you said they're really trying to get income. And so you're getting back less principal in the future. So if you buy the bond at 110, you're only getting back par. But in theory, in the past, a higher uh, if you're paying 110 in a bond, typically you get a higher yield to maturity, because you're 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 getting back more income. And what that tells me is is these people are really reaching for income, as you said. Uh, there could yeah. be some tax arbitrage that they're they're engaged where they're maybe trying to create get get income and create deductions or something. But but I think that's really what you're looking at. These people are desperate for yield and they're making bad decisions. And and look, rates are starting to move up. I mean, in the last uh, month or so, rates are starting to move up. And I've seen some some work saying that this might be the result of China trying to do something where maybe they're trying to push trying to push our uh, our rates up, which will strengthen our dollar, and then you're going to try to take down the Chinese you want. Look, I think more of the world right now is tied to China than anyone really understands, and we're looking real hard at that. That's one reason we went long the dollar about two weeks ago. Well, they, they, they've been pushing for quite a number of years, and they have made some pretty good progress, and now that with their, the world's uh, second largest economy is between us, and they they passed Japan. Now, I did notice one other thing, that also on the on the low prices, that uh, it seems to be in general that the, the, the credit quality ratings were higher, the, the A's, than it was for the ones that had the, the higher prices, that the, the credit qualities are, are down in the triple B's down in there. So it seems to me, yeah, people are reaching for yields, but they're, they're, they're getting pretty risky. Yeah, uh, what, what, what that is, is those are, high, those are many of them higher yield junk bonds. And what's happened is, is there used to be a spread of, say, 500 basis points between the two, but people are so desperate for yield that they've taken that spread down. I'm just making this up right now, but 300, say, 300 basis points, which which means it's it's much which which means you've got you've had bigger capital gains in the junk bonds because people are so desperate for yield. But when that when this thing goes bad, th- that that's going to spike up, and and those bonds are going to go down, and then you're really going to see those guys in trouble. You think, you think it's worth uh, going ahead and, and paying down in the 90s, around 95, for A-rated bonds that are going to yield a maturity around 2 to 2.5%? Do you think that's worthwhile doing? Yeah, it's hard to tell. Look, if inflation goes up, sometimes a higher – one other thing to think about, Randy, is if inflation really takes off and rates really go up, you're better off in maybe a higher coupon bond because you're, in theory, getting your money back sooner, and so they're a little more valuable. Well, they're they're in my they're in my ladder. These, these we're we're talking about somewhere around five year maturities, but I yeah. I don't really see inflation taking off. And I mean, if the, the times they seem like we've had the worst inflation, we had some kind of shortage and something like oil prices when the Arabs cut off our oil back in the seventies and things like that. That's usually what causes inflation. Uh, yeah, you're going to see, see that you, you, you're going to see a trigger, and you're going to see a trigger. Then you'll know the trigger's not there yet. Okay, well, we'll look for that. Okay, thanks, Dad. But, but by the way, keeping the bonds at five years is a good thing. Uh, we like this. We like to go with quality. My sweet spot for bonds is A, A, triple B. If I'll do a double B if it's someone I really know that's not a financial but is a good company. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. But beyond that, I, I won't take much further risk. Well, yeah, if you get down in the seas, you're in, in trouble. Oh, those are junk bonds. But I'm just saying that. Yeah. 
that, that normally most of the bonds that I buy are in the triple B rating, and, and if I start having to nibble into the A's, I don't really know if it's worth doing it's that. It's not worth not. the but trouble. The way, yeah. the, the way the prices have been run up, it looks like it is to me. Yeah, and by the way, the triple B is is the is the def is 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 investment. Double B is junk. But right. I, let me try to get through a quick call and close up the show. Thanks a lot, Randy. All right, thanks, Ted. Okay. Uh, we got another call coming in in a minute. Hey, if you haven't, we're going to write a lot about this in the Max Out Savings Report, how it affects your IRA, how it affects your IRA rollover. If you need some help, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. We're value investors in the stock and bond markets, and we do a lot of risk analysis. And we put a lot of this stuff in the newsletter. Uh, so if you need some help, go to the website. You can also set up in a meeting with me. I'll be happy to help you out. Uh, tell, let me see. Uh, you know, I don't know if we, I don't know if we get time. Uh, yeah, let me just finish it up here. Uh, the so if you need some help, go to the website. It's maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings with an s dot com. A couple things we we covered here. We, this week the tax bill is coming out. This is a big story because it's a tax overhaul. It's not a tax cut. Tax overhauls only happen once every twenty years or so. So a big story. It's going to take some time to get get it through. We're going to see if. Are they going to get through or not? We had some callers that expressed concern about that, as as I do, and they're not sure. So we want to watch this closely. But this is going to have a big effect on your investments on the markets. So anyway, uh, we're done for the show here today. Remember our motto and our philosophy. Sorry I couldn't get the rest of the calls in. Is It's to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key. In these very uncertain times, it's more important than ever to, to, to be much more conservative than you have in the past. You're not getting paid to take a lot of risk. We talked about it in the bond market. You know, why take a huge risk? Because when things change, you're going to have big losses. Tell you what, uh, hope everyone has a great weekend, and we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070, The Answer. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.